Well, today we'll continue with um, part three of the July homily series on how to pray. Today I want to specifically focus on praying with Scripture. We're told today in um, St. Paul's letter to the Romans that we do not know how to pray as we ought. Right, but it's the Holy Spirit that expresses and intercedes for us with our inexpressible groanings. It's this whole same Holy Spirit that knows what we need and knows what those yearnings of our hearts are. This verse can give great comfort to us that um, all of us are novices, really, when it comes to prayer. The point of expression Expertise comes that we are able to be docile and open to the Holy Spirit. I think I've tried to focus this on this in the first two homilies, that we're open to the Holy Spirit. We spoke first about resting in that gaze of the Father, right? something that can only be received in communion with the Holy Spirit. Last Sunday, I spoke on praying the examine prayer which the first step is essential that we ask for the light of the Holy Spirit. And when we read sacred scripture, when we read the Bible, the same remains true. If I read scripture without the Holy Spirit guiding me, it can just become a confusing book. Right? And it's not really a moment of prayer. But Holy Scriptures is really a continuous story in itself. It's easy to get lost in it. Right? But the Scriptures presents us this story of a God who created us in love. Right? Of we, man, who turned against him in sin. And then the Lord's merciful and loving pursuit to win us back to the point of sending his own son right, to win us back in salvation. And so when we pray with scripture, we're entering into that story. And it's much different than reading a book, even if it's a book written by a popular theologian, right, speaking of the things of God. Right, when we pray with scripture, we're praying with the very words written by God, through the instrument of human authors. But often I think when I pray with Scripture, and when we all pray with Scripture, it can become a daunting task. Even from the moment of where do I start, what do I begin with? There's a method of praying with Scripture that's called Lexio Divina. It's literally translated divine reading. Right? And this comes from the Benedictine tradition, from the, monk, the Benedictine monks. And the method I want to present to you today is a simplified form of that method. It's called the wrap method, like you're wrapping a present. Right? And those letters stand for to write, reflect, apply, and pray. So I'll go through each of those steps again, like previous weeks, on the back of the bulletin, we've put a summation of that to help out a little bit. 
This method also brings in an important form of prayer, which is journaling. If we journal while we pray, um, we're able to look back on it in times and see what the Lord's done in our life through the days, through the years. So the first step, as the first step should be in all prayer, right, is that we begin calling ourselves into the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can use the prayer that we used the first week of focusing on the gaze of the Lord, or you could pray one of your traditional prayers, praying our Father, Hail Mary, just calling on asking the presence of the Lord as we enter into a time of prayer. Next, we read the scripture passage that we've picked out several times. And this might be the most difficult part, the picking out of a scripture passage sometimes. What passage do I read? Here's a couple really easy suggestions. First one is if you pick up at the back of church regularly the Word Among Us that has the daily and Sunday Mass readings, um, that could be a really easy way to find a reading to go with, right? You can go with the gospel of the day or the gospel for the upcoming Sunday. Sometimes I'm guilty of using the um, book balance method to find a passage of scripture. That's where I balance the Bible up on its spine and just let it fall open. Sometimes that can be a really scary result, though. So I think the, what the church gives us in the daily mass readings is a good place to start. Um, there's also several lists that you come find in back of Bibles or on the internet of a daily um, Bible reading plan. You could use one of those as well. I'll read over whatever passage that I've picked a few times slowly. And while doing that, I may become aware of a verse, an image, or several verses that stood out to me. And this moves to the W, the first letter of our acronym, to write. Right? I write down what were those words that stood out for me. So for example, say I chose... Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 40, which is the story, story of Jesus in the storm. Right? And maybe the verse that stood out to me was peace, when the Lord speaks, peace be still. And so I just simply write that down. Nothing too complicated there. The R stands for reflect. This is asking, what does the scripture need, what is the scripture trying to teach in this particular verse? And this isn't meant to be a painstaking academic exercise, right? I don't need to go and look up Greek and learn Greek and all of that to, to do this. This is just seeing what is a simple truth being communicated. And so continuing with the example of Christ in the storm, Maybe, maybe the truth that comes to mind as I'm reading this, right, is that Christ never leaves us alone in the challenges of life. 
Now, it's not so much as I'm reflecting that I'm just pouring over in my own mind what is the teaching meant to be here, but that I'm asking the Holy Spirit to enlighten me. Now, of course, if anything, if what comes to our mind is anything different than what the church has teached or what we have learned, right, or what the Bible has teach, taught us, then we know that's probably not the voice of the Holy Spirit. We'll go through that in another week. The A stands for apply. This gets me to the fact of prayer. In the first week I mentioned that prayer is not so much that I'm trying to change God's mind. That can't happen. The very purpose of prayer is that it changes my own heart. And so in this step, in the apply step, I'm focusing on where is the Lord calling me to change in my own life? What is this verse calling me to change? This isn't meant to be like a self-counseling session or anything. It's simply asking the question, Jesus, what do you want me to change? So if I were to use our example of the story of Christ in the storm, maybe into my thoughts comes that I need to change, that I need to trust Jesus more and stop making so many anxious plans. And then we want to come up with something practical and achievable to accomplish and to write this down. Maybe for that example, maybe I would write down something of praying to Jesus, I trust in you, divine mercy prayer each day. P, the last letter, stands for pray. In this, we just simply write our own prayer in our own words that offers thanksgiving or praise to God in the context of that scripture verse that we just read. Right, so, for example, maybe for this session of prayer, I might have just written down the words, Jesus, I trust in you. After I've finished all these steps, I'm called just to rest. Just to rest in the presence of the Lord. I can call myself back to the gaze of God on me right, and just spend some time to rest. And that will end your time of prayer. Usually, all in all, when this is done, it takes around 30 minutes. So it might be helpful over the next week if you set aside a couple days with periods of 30 minutes and maybe choose two of your favorite scripture passages or choose a couple from the daily readings the next week. And again, I've put all those steps on the back of the bulletin so as we can put those into practice in our own daily lives, that we can pray with Scripture and really be open to the working of the Holy Spirit in our own lives.